Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Turtle and I are going out to dinner. You two better behave while we're gone. And most importantly, no improv. If I hear any yes and, you're getting the back of this hand. Well, Vince, it looks like we've got the Kame house all to ourselves. Yeah, we do, Aaron, and you know what that means. It's time to throw a banger of a We're Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We're going through every iteration of Dragon Ball, episode by episode, and performing improvised scenes based on what we watched. And you don't have to be a Dragon Ball super fan to enjoy the podcast, because each week we do a one-minute roundup to catch everyone up so you can enjoy the latest and greatest episode. Yes, and... What the shell is going on? They're doing improv all over the Kame House. They even put on flannel shirts. We're Kame House Party, part of the Moonshot Network, with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't close out a promo while I'm yelling at you. Finn. something to go to 25 to the 10 whole seconds mm-hmm. unless your co-host talks and then cracks their knuckles during it <laughs> but i was i'm gonna be quiet again at some point in the show you know what i, I mean d- yeah but i have to search for that i don't i don't appreciate that i send the, you the, the noise canceled track anyway like my i've already run noise canceling on my track it's the principle of the matter <laughs> the problem is you're not bending to authority I'm not. I'm not. I can't I'm, have that in my in my subordinates. I had this talk today with like my actual boss when they when we had like a, a one-on-one meeting and they asked about uh like uh they were talking to me about my phone usage at work and I was like, "Well, I don't think it's impacting my actual work, is it?" And they're like, "Well, is there something that you can get done while you're on your phone?" I'm like, "I don't think so compared to like these. Like I always make sure my work gets done before I'm on my phone." And like I haven't ended any day with extra work left over, and they're like, "Yeah, you're right." And then the conversation ended. I was like, "I don't know if I got out of getting in trouble or not." <laughs> That's always the fun thing about corporate culture, where you're just like, "Is that the end of me getting in trouble?" Or like, <laughs> if I someone segue? calls me out on, it sounds like I win, but am I going to use my phone tomorrow? And then they're going to be like, we talked about this yesterday. And you'll be like, yeah, but I won that conversation. It's actually, it's fucking weird, right? Because like, here, hi, hi, Andrew, I start practice. Yes, I want to start practice. It's, it's weird because uh, I, uh, <laughs> we, 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 she, she was like, oh, like I, you know, you're using Discord? And I was like, yes, here's the reasons why I use it. And she was like, is it like a gaming thing? I'm like, no, it used, here's the history of this company. No, it, it used to be, it's not anymore. It's now more of a direct messaging kind of group chat or like larger chat room, but I only use it for these chat rooms. So like, here, let me show you. Here's this, this, this. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, 
So is that... Did I... If I've impressed you, does that mean I'm not in trouble? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> what's up what's what's happening here Mm -hmm. what do i need to expect like are we good (laughs) yeah i never know what that kind of thing anyway i also need to talk about like answering messages from team members and here's another (laughs) customer who told me i did really good and made them happy Mandy came up with this idea, and I think I'm going to do it. Of every time I get a good review specifically from a member, I'm going to print it out and hang it behind me on my wall <laughs> until like I run out of space, just as a kind of pay me more magnet. <laughs> <laughs> There's something to be said about like um, the the corporate like advice I've always gotten is like every time you have a success, write it down. Mm-hmm. That way, when you're ready to like ask for a raise or whatever, you've just got a list of successes ready to go. <laughs> this is my dub collection. Basically, just like, yeah, you should pay me more. I'd like a raise. Here are the things I've done in the past year. R- ran this project, did this thing, started this thing, restocked the office fridge multiple times. Like, whatever <laughs> your dubs are. <laughs> whatever small dubs there are across the board. <laughs> you don't have the voice like we're recording. No, I don't. Hey, Riley. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but what would it be about? So uh, we've been talking for the past few minutes about about, about work dubs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big work dubs, absolutely. That's what they yeah. call me. They call now me Riley gonna... Dubs Hopkins. The, the thing is, Riley, here's, here's the deal. You can either get me to talk about work, or you can get me to talk on my podcast voice. Take your pick. <laughs> Which one do you want me to be, Riley? <laughs> There's a brightness to podcast Andrew that just can't enter it workplace just, conversations. It just can't exist in that in that water cooler kind of hangout in that specific vibe. Do you? I, <laughs> I I feel like I'm being a little appropriate of using this phrase, but I think the phrase is apt. How strong of a code switch do you do between work and home? I uh, I don't. I I am a. You just have this to be all the, the time. Of, I'm this all the time. I'm the, I'm like this kind of affable. I keep swearing at work. <laughs> I, I end phone calls where people are like, hey, can you get fraud off this card? I'm like, hell yeah, I can. <laughs> and like, it works. <laughs> I, I like this specific kind of like, there's there's a level, right? You Like you start as class clown and you, and you start that way in middle school, high school. And you grow and you hit like 18 and you still have like joy and laughter in you. And people go, I'm going to fucking eviscerate this child and like try to be super mean to you until you're like 25. And then people are like, wow, I really like having this positive person around. And I've kind of gotten into that area of like my time. There's something to be said about having someone in the office who's like not great at the job, but is the chief vibes officer. Mm-hmm. This is this is what uh, my my boss sent me this tweet recently, and I was just like, "Is this a critique of my work? Am I am, am I, I not the... good at my job, but I'm good at vibes? Hold on, <laughs> I'm the vibes guy. <laughs> I thought I was working. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I fucking like I I I have a work arrival. I have all my pins up at my desk. I am a silly little guy. I I guffaw. I laugh. I I, I I have like I talk shit with the members and I'm just I I say like yeah can you hit me with that card number <laughs> and they do like there's something to be said about going into an office and saying like I'm staking out this place as mine I'm bringing mm-hmm. myself to work 
Mm-hmm. My work is in my house. And so yeah. I like, uh, when I am on calls, my background is blurred out because this is, this is my, my life. I don't need you all <laughs> knowing about this. You don't need to see it. That's interesting. Mandy's the same way, except she doesn't blur out her background because she hates how it looks. She has her camera pointed at such an angle that you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you unblur it, what do you see? I mean, you see Voltorb talking into a podcast, like that's me, but <laughs> I don't need my work to see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a that's a private. That's an in thought. Yeah, I've but never like, I've never brought my whole self to work. I bring a quarter of myself max. Well, I bring my I <laughs> to a degree. I just bring my my podcasting slash entertainer self to work. You know, <laughs> like it's actually it's it's that this is the this is the vibe I'm in because phone work, working on the phones, working on a phone bake. I'm just holding. I'm just hosting a. a five minute podcast every day with every member because it's, it's just like hey how's it going today oh i'm doing great you know how are you how are you yeah you have to yeah let's let's figure out your problem let's get it solved and then they feel at ease they feel like i'm in control they feel like i am silly and funny and they like that but also i've gotten to the point gotten the job done and kicked them out the door yeah you remove fraud on your account on their account and you're just like all right well uh, is there anything you want to plug before you head out <laughs> It, 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 I I do think, is there anything else I can help you with before you head out, before, before you're gone? Or sometimes if I'm like going through there, sometimes I'm going through and I'm like, all right, we've gotten those transactions handled. Uh, you know, everything is good. You're going to make a purchase. You said you were going to Micro Center. Can I ask, are you getting one of those RX 40, 440s? And they're like, you know I am. And when we talk about computers, I ship them out. It's all about that interview behavior, baby. <laughs> I work in a role that is... Uh, it is so it's quality assurance, but it's mm-hmm. also client facing quality assurance, uh, where I have to do like user interviews with the people whose stuff I'm going to be working on. Okay, I, I know I'm being vague, but I'm doing it intentionally. Yeah, uh, but those meetings are just like the driest. Like, I don't know, there's a bit of myself that's like, you don't need to know that. I want you to feel confident that your stuff's going to get tested right. Mm-hmm. And for that, you don't need to know that a podcaster's behind the wheel. You don't need to know you don't need to know that I'm silly. You don't need to know that I have a joy and left levity in my heart and my body. In your industry, you probably appreciate it more if you think I'm soulless. <laughs> I am a I I eat quality. I eat programs and I shit out quality. That's all, <laughs> that's all I do. I I eat cogs and I make bigger <laughs> cogs. Uh, would you like to fill your machine? <laughs> Daddy's hungry. <laughs> Riley, do you have a podcast bit for me today before I get too excited and enthralled in the world of work? Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean. Well, that was work cast. That was that was the kind of thing that I will do. But uh, yes, before you get excited with the world of work, here's a suggestion from Electric Gaunt that says uh, cubicle decoration advice podcast. <sighs> All right, you keep me in the zone. Uh, I think you can really brighten up the space by using uh, grayish instead of beige. Are you not? You're not a. You're not one of those people that have like thought about like how do I? Are you're not a desk person? You don't load stuff onto your desk when you were in an office, right? You're like a make them think I'm leaving tomorrow kind of guy, right? I am. I will decorate my desk with things I have acquired from the company. Um, oh, interesting. Like while I, you know, while I was the, uh, working in an office at my old job, I put up like, here's a set of like 
how SQL uh, join statements work. Mm-hmm. Like Venn diagrams posted up. Um, yeah. I, I I got a sticker from a coworker and I put that on my laptop. I got uh, I won a chili cooking contest and so I had the trophy at my at my desk. Um, and I, I got a paperweight from a friend when I got my first office job. So I had that sitting in the office too. But I never like I'm not bringing in my personal things to sit at my uh-huh. work office. Okay. Because that's that's not my place. That is the company's place. This, uh, this my stuff belongs to me at my house. I have 12 Zoids on my shelf. My lightsaber, a mug, a set of mugs, Mickey from Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> a little sign that says do it for her, but it's Kermit instead of Maggie from The Simpsons. <laughs> and I just recently put up that like a uh, vibes chart that it is like, you know, fuck it. We ball all the way down to mom would be sad. And I have a <laughs> I have a tack in that that I just move up and down left and right throughout the day. <laughs> OK, see, I, I, I don't want to bring any of my personality to my job. <laughs> they don't pay me for that. Yeah, they really don't. I uh, I have at my current place, I have I told my coworkers that I'm a podcaster mm. and that I run a podcast network and one of them will ask me, "Hey, how's all that going?" and my answer is, yeah, "It's fine." Um <laughs> The moment that it, it's one of those things that like the moment podcasting really takes off, I'm out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm gone, dude. <laughs> that's that's my like, that's really the barometer. So like, it, it, it's always like, yeah, we have a Patreon. I haven't, I haven't had to pay money to podcast in quite some time. Um, that is about like, I don't know. It sounds <laughs> weird to be like, I make an income doing Patreon uh, for, you know, with Moonshot. It is not enough to pay for anything, but it is technically more than we spend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's in the green but like <laughs> by like three bucks it's in the green but like i still have a job you know mm-hmm, uh, if mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. if the moment this is green enough that like it could pay rent i'm out um and frankly the moment it gets there i'm just like marn quit your job you you do this full-time now uh, i i feel like at moonshot i look you- around and i'm just like as the founder there are like <laughs> seven people i'd want to employ at moonshot before myself <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fun- function wise, like vibes wise, get me out of here. Let me use all the money. Uh, but <laughs> but to make a good podcast network, there's like <laughs> six people who I would pay before myself to yeah, work at yeah, Moonshot. Absolutely, absolutely. I <laughs> Mandy has Mandy Mandy. I've talked to Mandy has an office now, right at her job, mm-hmm. and she keeps it empty because she's only there like three days a week, two days a week because she work mostly works remote. But her position comes with an office and she just leaves it utterly empty. So and she's like, because I just want them to think I'm gone. Like, I don't care. To, she has the same vibe. She's like, I work there. <laughs> I'm not bringing anything I'm like not even like a picture frame. Nothing like that. She's like, no, I don't. Why? <laughs> if, if I had an office office, the, the other problem is I've only had like a section of a cubicle, you know, mm-hmm. not oh, even, so not even a, had a cubicle. cubicle. I've had like open space workplaces where I have like. We had like a cubicle wall in front of us, but like the sides were open is how my offices have always been laid out. So like I I could look next to me and see my coworkers, right? So cafeteria table with a wall in the middle. Kind of. Um, so those I'm like, I don't need to decorate. If I had an office, I would probably hang something up on the wall, mm-hmm. but it would be like, it would not be like one piece prints. It would be like... Can you imagine 
for a moment walking into your manager's office and they have one piece of wall scrolls <laughs> on the wall opposite yeah, like, like it, hidden it behind the door <laughs> it wouldn't be that it wouldn't be my you know my voltorb would not be there you know mm-hmm. um i i would i would find some like nice art that i enjoyed that was like workplace appropriate and put it on the walls see to me workplace appropriate is like we're all adults here we can just why you got of- zoids yeah, we can kind of where I'm allowed to just be like, yeah, like I'm bring, I, I'm a little bit the gunshots in the dirt to keep the rent low. <laughs> like, no, we're chill here. That's why the Zoids are here. I've got my pins up and they're like my beer can pins like Daisy Cutters are up on the wall. Like I'm hanging out. <laughs> I think one of the one of the benefits of having a, a chief vibes officer at the office is like. Uh, they are a good canary in a coal mine that like <laughs> the moment that they tell you to put away your toys or that the moment that like the CVO gets laid off, it's just kind of like, okay, I should update my resume. Like this is this, mm-hmm. this job is no longer going to be good. So there was just recently, there's a guy, there was a guy who believed himself to be the funny one. He believed himself to be the funny man. It sounds like he was. He wasn't. He very much had that kind of vibe of like, I am a failing 2000s comedian and I don't quite know how to tell a joke, but I know how to be like a little uncomfortable and shocking. I get that. He had worked, I've, I've worked with that person. Yeah. 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 And like he, when I started working there, he was like, oh, you're the funny guy over in Naperville. And I was like, that's an incredibly weird thing to say to a human. <laughs> but it's, it's I, one of those things that if someone said that to me, I'd like if if I met someone new at the office and they said, oh, you're the podcaster, I'd like put my dukes up and be like, who the fuck told you? Like, <laughs> you want to you want to go. You want to fight. But he I recently will, he, I will he recently tell my quit. direct team, but I am not have I'm not getting that stapled to me. He recently quit. And when he quit, he sent a three page long goodbye letter to everybody that started with a Shakespeare quote. And like, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like what? Nobody cares about this. Like I don't like. Like what is this vibe you're putting off? And he always had like basically I hate my wife jokes is like the caliber of humor he had. Sure. And so I think I think that he was a the CVO for a different. Like I think he was the CVO, and I think I replaced him. <laughs> there was a CVO, but the vibes are rancid. Yeah, I I came in and I was like, no, 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 no. You could be funny and it's just good to actually hear and be around. <laughs> you don't. It's not like, ah, ha, 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 we're all having such a good fun time. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm coming in and saying honka honka, but I'm talking about my nose. You're doing it talking about boobs. We got to get yes, you out of here. Exactly. You're gone. You're out of out seat. And I, I think at the end he didn't like me either because. My work, I saw him walking around the outfit out office on his last day and my uh, and talking to a bunch of people. And he once turned into the like the section I work in and then turned around and walked away because I don't think he saw anyone he wanted to talk to there. Nice. And my work rival came over and was like, hey, are you going to bar name? And I was like, "Nah, what's up? He's like, oh, it's <laughs> it's funny guys last day. It, uh, his said his full name, actually. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. I appreciate it. I'm not going to like, okay, I just wanted to make sure you were invited. <laughs> like add it out. That's like the good thing about the work rival is like, I'm going to make sure you're there. Because <laughs> so are, I can beat you, but I want, you need to make sure I need to make sure you're in <laughs> first. It was very funny to be like, Oh, he left me out because I am his replacement. 
Oh, that's fun. I I have definitely worked in a place where I don't know, you take stock of a room and you're just like, that guy doesn't like me. <laughs> and it's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I think I got a pretty healthy outlook on myself. I think that there are people yeah. that there are people that don't like me for good reasons. There are people that don't like me for bad reasons. And there are people that like me for bad reasons too. You know, like I I I I can't control any of that with other people. But like Sometimes you look in and you're just like, hmm, okay, we're not on the same wavelength. <laughs> you and I will never jive, and that is okay. <laughs> as a person, you work over there. <laughs> as a person that has like, I have imposter syndrome in the workplace, mostly because mm-hmm. I am like, I, I work in tech, but I don't have like a tech degree. I am like self-taught in quality assurance. Um and like kind of came up from nothing and learned from the ground up in like in the industry, not, you know, I, I don't know specifics about coding and such. And I think that like, I see myself as a fraud that way. So I'm just like, Oh, they don't like me probably cause I don't belong here. They can smell the inexperience on me. Yeah. They, they, they look at me. The problem is I can like communicate well with other people and they're just like, mm-hmm. ah, that guy's uh, not a computer science major. <laughs> <laughs> that guy doesn't have the stink of unpopularity on him. I mean, you could have just stopped at the stink, but there we go. Uh, Riley, <laughs> do you have another podcast idea for me? This specifically that isn't about work? Yeah, that isn't about work. Unless, do you have a third about work? Do you have a hat trick for me? I do, but I'm going to just push past Jesus it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, what is it? Hit me. Can we get, this is get, another electric gut <laughs> podcast that makes me so, so scared my headphones are going to stop functioning at work. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> so, so what if you give a podcast instead? You told me to leave time dot is open, and I don't know what the the punchline is for this. No, I do, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'll hit you with it now. But uh, Riley, I'm gonna send you this week's. Uh, I got a I got a podcast theme song for you. Oh hell yeah! Um, I told you this is a new segment, and I meant it. Um, this is a this is a song that I I found. It is by at liberal underscore kitsch on TikTok. Okay, okay. Uh, I will I will try to make sure I include a link to the TikTok itself uh, in the show notes. Uh, now that I've said that, I will not be able to find it, but because uh, I do have to search for it. But Riley, I'm going to take- send you I'm going to send you an audio, and then we are going to uh, click play together because I want to get your live reaction. This we is are- my favorite thing that we are doing. You have. In a way that I never could, you have breathed new life into this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to breathe together. Riley, I want you to click this button at five. Okay. Heard. Oh. Oh. Wow. Never believe it. Alive and well. <laughs> we got Queen Bee herself in the studio. Uh, <laughs> the no piece is real, Andrew. Right. That is, that, no, go that ahead. is for a Dadaist podcast. That is for some weird shit that I would make. What? Yeah. What do you what do you have in mind for this? What is this? Uh, what is this theme song speak to you? This is a podcast that does like kind of. It is a podcast that comes apart at the seams. It is a podcast that is going to be one of those unreality type podcasts. It is going to be a thing. Hey, Electric Aunt did say a podcast that makes me so, so scared. My headphones are going to stop functioning at work. This, 
This is that show. <laughs> if you start this, it just autoplays. You don't know how it got there, but it is just like an autoplayed podcast. And it, it kicks on as, as, as that funky groove gets going. <laughs> and I think it is one person. I think it's a solo podcast, which makes it all the... But I think it is like one person playing both parts of a conversation. So I think, you know how we have that transcripts, like some transcripts of uh, Podcast Minds episodes? Yeah. Imagine if what we did this show together and then only I read both parts of the conversation and then edited it together so I did not stop for breath. That's basically the AI episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that sounded like. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that hey, Riley. is the kind of vibe I am getting off of this. <laughs> See, I I am going a little more... I, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because I've like been sitting and stewing on this and thinking. I think that this is, you know, baby, it's you. You're the one I want, right? But it's all askew. Mm-hmm. You know what we don't get enough of in like actual dating advice things? Tell, tell so, me everything. So many of them are like... This person is writing in in order to help save their thing. And so mm-hmm. I think that a lot of like a lot of advice givers are too unwilling to break the glass and say dump his ass. <laughs> right? I I think that there are there are so many cuz it's like how do I help improve the situation? And I think that a lot of them are just like we're going to go we're going to go the easy like we're going to do the yeah. the hard work we'll of saying move like heaven and earth to try to make sure you two stay together. To make you two stay together or I will do my due diligence to like healthily get you to a spot where you will decide that it's time for you to dump his ass, right? What you are kind of pitching to me right now, what you are leading to feels like did you do you remember like the like those fashion beliefs type shows or like the like show of like hey like we're gonna change your whole closet over yeah like a what not to wear or a yeah, queer yeah yeah eye? something like, like queer that eye, not new queer so eye. where your friends nominate you for this position for this episode mm-hmm. and like your friend we get a message and it's like hey my name's Riley I got this bud I actually I I fucking I hate them I I hate their partners so much we got to get them out of there. And then they come up, they come in front of the two of us and we talk to the, the, we talk to the person in the relationship and we like sit down with them and we're like, Hey, we heard you've been having some trouble. Like, let's figure this out. And they're like, yeah, thank you so much. And then that right there <laughs> is where they where it flips. And we're like, have you thought of divorce? Have you considered dumping his ass? Yeah, exactly. I get rid of him out. Walk. I, I want <laughs> this. This is a dating advice show that has a hundred percent kill rate. <laughs> this is we're this is we're taking on like uh we're we're doing the like this 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 is the the suicide squad of dating podcasts we're going into ones that like i think we get our we get our recommendations from like ask ruth i think we contact mm-hmm. ruth we contact I don't know, Miss Manners. We Ruth contact is, Ruth is like, I know, I know some guys that can help you out. <laughs> yeah, we we contact the people and we say, like, hey, I hear you have a clandestine op for us. Give us the person that wrote in that your own all you mm-hmm. can think is dump his ass. We'll do it for you. We're, the podcast is called KDR Kill Date Ratio. Yes. <laughs> 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 and we we get in there and, and we we just we start with with dump him like what are you doing and I, like they've signed on for a 30 minute podcast and they can't leave and so we're just like 
Let's start. Here are some things your friends had to say. Like we're doing an intervention full stop or we just like, why didn't you dump them? Hmm. I think I think I think that we have to do this has to this has to be a CIA op. We have to pretend that we're doing this for the right reasons. I think that we invite someone on and we say, hey, welcome to the show. So you want to talk about this. But we know we're going in for the kill. Mm -hmm. We're not here to build things back up. We're here to take out brick by brick. We need a circle in the water. Can you describe your problem for us? They're like, yeah, you know. They're just like, he doesn't have any interest in the things I do. You know, he, I, I wanted to watch a show the other day and he said it was stupid. And we're like, oh my God, he said that. Like, that sucks. That's fucking awful. Like, why, why would he say that to you? Wow. That's like a really, yeah, I, I don't know. And, you know, he sometimes, sometimes, you know, he makes me feel some, he makes me feel stupid sometimes. Like, well, no one should make you feel stupid. You? Yeah. No. Why would you sound great? Why would he, why would you he been, do that? How long has that been happening? <laughs> like, we're like, and here we're describing a good one right now. We're like, oh yeah, they need to they need to dump him. Is this a situation where like, are we are we hired? We are we hitmen for hire, or are we doing this for the right reasons? The hmm. I mean, honestly, what's the difference? Uh, I think that <laughs> one is breaking up couples that should be broken up, and the other are like. Your parents called us and gave us $10,000. <laughs> Honestly, if that's Dylan how we have to gone. monetize this, we'll be able to afford three people at Moonshot. Um, I I think that, I think that to me, this feels like um, there was an old Deadpool comic where some evil necromancer had revived all the presidents of the United States, like <laughs> zombies. And S.H.I.E.L.D. called Deadpool to handle it because they didn't want to send Captain America to go and decapitate an Abraham Lincoln zombie. That's incredible. Right? That's I think great. that's us. I think that we are, we are, I hate that I'm saying this, these words in this order. We're the Deadpool of relationship and dating podcasts. Oh. We go in to when a situation needs to be dealt with, but you can't get mismanners on the things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It needs to, it needs to happen, but it can't be pretty. <laughs> It is and a it shame. It can't be any known face. It's a shame that this was a guy's name because Savage Love would be a great name for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I love this idea. I I love. Now that I love this idea, I love its theme song. <laughs> I, I think we've hit another banger. Is this Andrew? Yes. Is this a world where we expand? This can be deleted. Is this a world where we expand out and, and say instead of like pitches and titles, we also include themes? Or is this just something you want to bring? You know what? I'm going to say if you find a <laughs> if you have a podcast theme song for me, I will take it. It needs to be something we can play on the air. So it can't be licensed music. Riley, we just played Beyonce. We can play. We it's a podcast. Who? No one's going to check. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to write that down for the next time I ask to play Legend of Zelda music in a podcast. That's different. Um, <laughs> this is a podcast that no one listens to. We want people to listen to our other shows is the, is the real difference. Um, you, if, you, if you have a theme song for me, send it our way with the caveat that uh, much like I am with actual topics, I'm going to be picky. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's allowed. And that's permitted. I love this idea. I love where we are. Andrew. Yeah. Do you have another suggestion for me? I do. Uh, our friend Logan Jenkins wrote in and says, Ooh. since that new end theme is so blooping, you remember the, 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 the wet music from last time? Yeah, I remember the blooping music. 
What's a podcast that's blooping? Riley, what's the wettest podcast you can imagine? Well, it depends on whether or not I'm eating during the podcast. <laughs> I think it has to be. It's If we're getting blooping, if we're getting wet, I think that wet mouth noises is definitely a part of it. You are unfortunately getting the smackiest, the smackiest podcast this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> How do you make a podcast feel squelchy? <laughs> we, A... Listen, I promise you I'm going to try to not. <laughs> but like now I'm hearing every liquid sound that my mouth is making. <laughs> but you got to have a soaking wet cob. <laughs> you got to make sure you're hydrated. You got to have water at the ready. And maybe see, maybe someone's cooking something delicious in the room with you. Are you a little sizzle in the background? <laughs> Like, what's cooking? It's garlic, onion, garlic and onions, baby. It always is. Is there something to distorting the audio just a little bit? So to give it that little. It comes out a little bit like this. It just kind of sounds like it's swimming. Well, we probably want to put it in a phaser, right? Because what we want. Do you know what a phaser is? Yeah, it's what the uh, Star Trek guys aim at people and go pew. So there's like, uh, there's a guitar pedal that kind of does. You, you'd know it if you heard it. I'm it's, sure. Uh, uh, Blink-182 used this a lot. It does like a... Was oh, that why they sound bad? <laughs> Sorry, I was Listen. just saying things to anger That's a all good the 40- joke. I was just saying things to anger all the 40-year-olds in our audience, so go ahead and continue. <laughs> but I want to listen to a 50-year-old sing about high school. <laughs> For $600. Have you, did you... I think it was Blink-182. They went on a tour like kind of recently. It was Blink, Alkaline Trio, and Fallout Boy, which is kind of a hell of a fucking uh, hell of a lineup. It is a hell of a lineup, but like, God, for $600 is the price tag on those tickets? That's the thing. My my cousins go to a lot of these big shows and like, Riley, you want to come? And sometimes I say yes, but like, oftentimes I'm like, I don't have that to drop on a concert. (laughs) That's mm-hmm. so much. I'm looking at a Chromeo concert for $40, and I'm like, that might be a little rich for my blood. Yeah, for Chromeo? I don't know. I I, was- <laughs> I like Chromeo. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Death Cab for Cutie and the Postal Service, so <laughs> Death Cab for Cutie again. Um, <laughs> and that That's, was... Oh, you're... Oh, you're oh, de- Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. wrong. They're they're such different. You're you're right. The postal service existed for one album. Um, The postal service that self titled that self titled album is like one of the predominant indie albums and maybe albums as a whole of the early two thousands. It crafted a sound. It made the perfect album. Got in. Got out. That's one of those things that's like you you never have to worry about like what's the what's the worst postal service song because there aren't there aren't any. They're all bangers because they did the one album and then they moved on. It's it is a spectacular piece that captures the 2000s unlike anything else. It's one of those albums that everything is a banger. Death Cab for Cutie, a lot of great music, but does not capture everything that the postal service captures. Give up. <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass into the fucking dirt, you son of a bitch. Anyways, I saw both of those bands, and uh, that ticket was like a hundred bucks before Ticketmaster stuff. And if it wasn't like it was a, the twenty year anniversary of a thing, and so I was like, yeah, I could definitely, I could, I could make this happen. But like, if it wasn't, it, Jesus, no, I don't need to pay that much for a, a concert ticket. <laughs> I can go what see. Kind of con- I can go see bands that are twice as good for like twenty bucks at a bar. What are what kind of concert goer are you, Andrew? <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I'm not. I don't, 
I don't like live music necessarily. Mm-hmm. This is this is okay. Here's this is one of my stances that I'm like I got to keep this inside because if I tell people about this, <laughs> they know that I'm wrong and broken. Um, I I don't like live music that much. Um, mm-hmm. It is it's too loud. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of stage lights. They don't really improve things for me okay i like appreciate that a a lighting tech is doing a lot of good work behind the scenes but i'm just like i don't know i've listened to bands in the dark it doesn't change a lot i and i i think that here i'm I'm gonna get worse i like live music i'm just like i could just listen to this at home and it would sound better and i'm somebody who's like i need to be on the floor i need to be like i am i'm someone who sings at concerts and sings loudly and screams and like I will disappear from the people I'm around for like the next three hours. Well, I think you got to sing at a concert because what else are you going to do? You feel like one of the best shows I've ever been to is Streetlight Manifesto. They were in a they were in a I, I couldn't get my my wife didn't want to go with me. We, it was while we were dating while we were in high school. But her brother and her brother was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. And I uh, I invited him. We went to this show. I think he had a pretty bad time, but I was like getting pushed in the crowd. The crowd, like everything is moving. I'm just like holding onto the front rail for dear life and just like singing and screaming. And then we walk back to his apartment at like at like one in the morning. I'm drenched in sweat. And he's like, <laughs> like, OK, yeah, I don't even know if he liked that band all that much. <laughs> I, like, do, I think. I, I unfortunately think I'm a person who like to enjoy a concert the most. I should probably be alone. <laughs> I I think that I, yeah, I, I think that I agree with that. I think that like a death cab for cutie concert is kind of my like best case scenario because it is just a bunch of people like calling it dancing is too far. And there were a couple people that were like trying to dance and it was like, you're at a death cab for cutie concert. Settle down. <laughs> There's not, you can't really to feel the music you're just kind of bopping to yourself you're not like getting into it right um and it was definitely a crowd of people that are just like kind of vaguely bopping their heads around and i was like that's about as much as i want out of a concert but i did realize as i was there that like uh it was it was a a 20 year anniversary full album playthrough of transatlanticism and i was like a lot of this music is like I guess it's kind of jam music because it's it is like, a little bit. Death for Kitty is a little bit the fish of indie rock. <laughs> there, it's like yeah, it's 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 you're building something through adding and layering instruments together, right? It's not like I don't know. It was kind of funny. You you'd go and like the guy would play a guitar solo, quote unquote, and then the crowd mm-hmm. would cheer. But it was like, as a death cab for cutie guitar solo, he hit six notes and then like started layering it back in into the future. It's not like he like went fucking nuts on the guitar, you know? <laughs> you son of a bitch. So it was just kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. You're, 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 it's the guy going, I need you. I need you so much closer. Right. And that's slowly building. And then he goes the blah with the guitar and people cheer. Uh-huh. And it's like, that was one note. That's sometimes all you need. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, he's not like getting in. I don't know. This is, you're, this, this is where you're I'm just hurting me. I'm, I'm you're a, hurting me. I know. I'm an automaton. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> 
but like this, I'm about to drop into your work voice to continue talking about this. <laughs> Hi ho! Hi ho! of all time this is champs in the making a pokemon bracket podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the pokemon video game franchise put them in a bracket together and find out which one the best one is starmie gives me like organic free range gluten-free like fidget spinner energy swallow can swallow a tire hole in one gulp ladybug looks like it is ready to give you so many high fives with each of its little mitten hands <laughs> i don't like weird ears face it's got a big testicle for a nose, for sure. <clears throat> I think Nido King's favorite beer is PBR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Champs in the Making, a Moonshot Network podcast about Pokemon. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or first at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork.